0: Hello, and welcome back to the Chatty Chick Podcast. My name is Jamie Lee. I am your host, and I'm not outside today. <laughs> I know I said I would always be outside, but my hair is wet, and it is 20 degrees out. I am by a window, so maybe you'll hear my unofficial podcast host, co-host, the birds. The birds really run the show here, and they're not going to be here today, so that is very sad, but it's 20 degrees outside, y'all, and my hair is soaking wet. I'm not going out there. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm not that strong, okay? I'm just not. Um, Anyways, today we're going to be talking about manifesting. This is one of my favorite things to talk about, but obviously I think it goes without saying, but just in case it doesn't, if you are not into spirituality and you do not want to hear anything about manifesting, probably not the episode for you, probably not the episode for you. Um, I am going to talk about two scientists today, and I'm going to be talking about my own personal experience, so if you want to stick around just to learn those things, you're more than welcome, but if this is going to be triggering for you in any way and you don't want to hear about manifesting, don't listen anymore, okay? Okay, so I want to teach you guys about water manifesting today. It's something I've been doing for about a year now and I think that it is really powerful and really effective but before we get into like how to do it I would like to talk about how it works. So there's a scientist Dr. Emoto who took water and put it into different bottles the same size same bottle just different and he got the water from the same water source right and pasted words onto the bottles to see if they affected water in a molecular way. So he froze the water and looked at the structure that it would make. And what he found was words like love and thank you created these beautiful geometric structures, but then words like disgust and hate didn't even have a geometric shape really at all. So sounds create geometric shapes and patterns and vibrations, but this experiment proves that water holds this particular vibration. And we, as humans, are mostly made up of water, right? So that's a little bit of the backstory into how this started, but how you do a water manifestation if you've never done manifesting ever and you don't know what you're doing, I'm gonna really break it down for you here, okay? I like to use a clear glass, but you can also use glass that's a particular color, like if you're manifesting something very specific. So, let's say you're trying to manifest more love, you can use a pink glass or a red glass or Let's say you're trying to manifest better communication. You could use a blue glass, but I always manifest very broad. It's always multiple different things, and I just use a clear glass. Anything, you can use anything you want, technically. I would recommend not using plastic. Um, If that's all you got, that's all you got, though. I just use a clear glass water bottle with a little corkscrew on top. Going along with that, it's nice to use alkaline water or spring water. It's just something that's more high vibe the less chemicals, the better. But again, if all you have is tap water, then all you have is tap water and it'll work, okay? The next thing you're going to do is write down your manifestations. So, again with this one, could you technically just put this in the notes app on your phone? Yes, but I really like to write it down with either a pen or a sharpie on physical paper. I just feel like it's really putting it into the physical world. If you actually write it down compared to like if you just put it in your notes app on your phone it almost just feels like a thought to me so I write it down on pen and paper and then when you're writing down your manifestation so this is the important part if you've never manifested before you want to write everything present tense so if you've heard of scripting it's the same as scripting now let me give you an example so let's say you're trying to manifest your dream house. You wouldn't say, I want my dream house. You would say instead, I live in my dream house. Just so present tense. We're not talking about things from a desire standpoint. We're talking about things as if we already have them. Now, you can make this as short or as long as you want. So, if you don't really have specifics, if you don't really know what your dream house looks like to you, then just say, I live in my dream house. But if you have specifics, write them down. So you could say something like, I live in my dream house. I have giant south-facing windows that bring in so much light. I have a large fenced-in yard. I have a green kitchen with dark brown wood floors. Like, be as specific as you want. I don't think it's necessarily good to get into numbers. Like, For example, let's say you really want to lose weight. That's what you're trying to manifest. I wouldn't put, I want to be 120 pounds because at the end of the day, your goal isn't necessarily to be 120 pounds. Your goal is to feel healthy or to be skinny or like whatever whatever it may be that you're trying to achieve to take the time out of your day to work out and to feel good about yourself. So instead of writing, I want to be 120 pounds, because you never know, you could look like shit at 120 pounds. You could feel like shit at 120 pounds. So in that way, being specific about numbers is not necessarily amazing. Like, you can be specific about what you want, but if it's not necessarily the number so much what you could say instead stay instead what you could say instead is i am physically fit i take time to work out daily and care for myself i am strong i run long distances just be specific about how you're feeling and what you're trying to achieve but don't put limitations on yourself right because being 120 is a limitation you don't know if you'll be as strong as you want to be at 120 or if you can run the way you want to run at 120 And it's the same thing with money as well. Like, let's say you're starting a business and you're trying to manifest for this business. You don't want to say, I make a million dollars at my business. Because although a million dollars right now seems like a lot of money, that is still a limitation. Don't you want to make more than a million? What if you can make more than a million? Don't put that limitation on yourself. So instead you could say, I make at least a million dollars. The whole company lives in financial freedom. So that's a much more productive way. So I hope that makes sense. Like get specific about what it is you actually want, but not in a limiting way. Like don't limit yourself with numbers or whatever. Um, Like if you want to be a writer and you really want to work for a certain company, I would say what's more important than the company is the job itself. So, having a job where you're respected and you're making a lot of money, like your dream company might not give you all of those things, you know? So, that's where it can get a little bit tricky, but be specific about how you're feeling. Don't be too specific about where you're going. Does that make sense? I hope so. (laughs) And here's where it's going to get real hippy-dippy and I might lose you guys. (laughs) You're going to hold your water bottle and charge it with your intentions. How you do this is you read off what you're trying to manifest one by one, but you're going to read it continuously until you feel it click in your body. So the important thing here, like let's say, let's go back to the house example, right? You're trying to manifest your dream house. So you would hold this water bottle and you would speak into it. I live in my dream house. I have large south-facing windows that bring in so much light. And while you're saying these things, really picture it in your mind. Picture this house. What does it look like? What do you see when you look out these windows? And feel the feelings that come up. So how do you feel? Like you feel secure. You feel content. You feel happy. You feel at peace. You feel relieved even to have the house that you've been dreaming of. This is arguably the most important part of the manifesting because The better you are at doing this, the stronger the water will be, the more you will reprogram your brain. Because if you don't know what manifesting is, we are technically all manifesting all the time, right? Your unconscious and conscious mind are creating your reality. There is not a single method that will completely change your life. It is your internal self. You're really trying to rewire your internal self. So, like, these are tools to help your subconscious mind. That's what I'm trying to teach you right now. But you do not need them. To manifest the life that you desire, it all starts with the internal you. The energy that you are emitting is creating your reality. So, you can look at energy as your emotion, and your emotion is just energy in motion, right? Your emotion is your way of reading frequency. So, if you're happy... The frequency that you're emitting is equal to that. If you're sad, the frequency that you're emitting is equal to that. So this is why the visualizing is so important. And the emotion that goes along with the visualizing is so important. You really want to picture this in your mind. Like Take the time. Go through your like manifestations one by one. Visualize them. Feel the feelings that come along with them. Speak it into the water. Sit there with it until you really feel these things, until you really feel joy, until you really feel content, until you really feel secure. And as long as that takes with some things, it takes longer than others if you have really deeply ingrained limiting beliefs and it's hard for you to picture it. It's going to take you longer. You're going to have to sit there longer and keep saying it. But you'll get there eventually. Once you've done that for every single thing that you've written down, you're going to drink your water, And then every day after that, until the water runs out, you'll take a sip of this water. So I do this first thing in the morning. As soon as I wake up, I take a sip of this water and it just reminds your body of the vibration that you are emitting, that you are trying to emit, right? I keep saying right (laughs) and I need to stop. (laughs) I'm sorry. Anyways, Water holds memory, so you don't have to repeat it every time you drink it. This isn't something that you have to do every single morning, and I think that this is why this manifestation in particular works so well, because that one time that you did it is all you need to keep reminding your body, and this is why I enjoy this more than scripting, because if you don't know, scripting is exactly what we just did in the sense that you write down your dream life in present tense as if you already have it, but then You're supposed to close your notebook and not look at it and not like desire it more than that. The reason why it's so important not to desire things is because desire comes from a lack mentality. You don't desire things that you already have. And we're trying to admit this vibration, this frequency of already having these things. Of believing we already have these things. That's how they come to us. Desire is looking at things from a lack mentality, which is why when you're scripting, it's important not to think about it too much and desire it too much, because now you're switching it to this lack mentality. Which is why I love the water, because you're adding that vibration back to your water ever back to your water, back to your body every day, and it's not in a desiring way you're emitting the frequency of, I already have this every single day, and you're adding that to your body every single day, which is why I feel like this manifestation technique is so powerful. Now, there is this TED Talk by Mel Robbins, who is also a scientist, and she gets really into the nitty-gritty details of why visualization and manifesting is so important. And she talks about your reticular activating system, which is a network of neurons in your brain, And it's essentially a filter system that allows certain information in your brain and blocks out other information. And you program this filter in your brain. So the things that have happened in your past, your limiting beliefs, all of that, it comes from this filter in your brain. So let's say that you feel annoying. Whatever has happened in your life, it has made you feel like you are an annoying person. Your reticular activating system is going to point out every single piece of evidence That confirms that negative belief that you have. So it'll be looking for things all day long to confirm that. I think that's why when you're in a really negative headspace already, it's so easy to spiral because you're looking for ways that prove this to yourself. This is also why confirmation bias is a thing because we see what we agree with and it confirms this filter in our mind. And I know you may be thinking, then why the fuck do we have this filter? She sounds like an asshole, all right? And really, it's not. It's important. You have it because your brain cannot let everything in. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, the example she used is like, when you're scrolling on Facebook, think about every single photo you see, all the commentary you see, all the long posts and advertisements, and just like, think about how much is on a screen every single time you look at it. It's the same way when you're scrolling TikTok, anything. If your brain took in every single thing you saw at equal value, imagine how miserable life would be. Like, we can't handle that. We as people cannot handle that. So this system protects your brain by filtering in stuff and only letting things in that it agrees with. Now, this is a very powerful thing if you use it to your advantage. But it's also a very negative thing if you're using it in a negative sense, right? Like the example I gave, if you feel annoying and you're constantly looking for ways to confirm that belief to yourself. But you can always flip that around because you control this filter. You create this filter. And what Mel Robbins was talking about is how visualization reprograms this so your brain starts to spot opportunity. And she says there's a two-step method And it is to close your eyes and in your mind have a specific picture of what your life looks like and then to consciously think of the positive emotions you feel. And she said that this works because our brains don't know the difference between something that actually happened to you and things that you imagined that happened to you. Your brain encodes these things as a real memory which changes your filter system. And studies suggest and have proven that simply visualizing yourself doing these things actually develops the skill and helps you improve them just as if you were actually doing it. So research proves that visualization actually helps you build a skill. And the more that you do this, the more you change the network of neurons that act as a filter in your brain. So this is why visualizing and feeling the things are so important in manifesting because it really does alter the way that you think. 95% of our life we live subconsciously. 95% of our life we live subconsciously. Google me. Fact check me. Because when I found that out, I was in disbelief. But it's true. Only 5% of our life is lived consciously. And so that's why it's so important or, you know, not everyone thinks it's important, but why I feel like it's so important to do shadow work and to really Open your mind to what your subconscious is trying to tell you because when you have things in the back of your head, it is so important to recognize them and see where they're coming from so that you can reprogram them and switch your life around because at the end of the day, you're not an annoying person. If you believe you're an annoying person, then that's your reality because that's what's in your subconscious. But you always have the power to turn that around, you don't have to believe that forever. You don't have to be looking for evidence of that for the rest of your life. So, now I want to talk about a few examples of manifestations that have come true for me since I started doing water manifesting. Manifesting, why do I say that so weird? <laughs> the first example is going to be the craziest one. So, whenever I started down this journey of spirituality, I felt really isolated for a hot minute because the medium that I work with, she lives out of state, and I only really had my grandma to talk to about this, and obviously my friends will listen. They love me, and they care about anything I have to say, so they listen when I talk about it, but I really wanted friends who understood it and who did this kind of stuff too. I wanted friends who knew about it, not because of what I was telling them, but from their own experience and could help me, right? I wanted assistance. And so, I did a manifestation, and I think I said something along the lines of, I have friends who are psychic and understand these things. It was something along those lines. I don't know exactly. I don't have my journal with me. And about a month and a half after I did this manifestation, I had a distant family member reach out to my grandmother and I about dreams he'd been having about someone in our family who crossed and he i mean he's distant he lives in the uk like he's the part of the family that never came to america right i've never met him everything he said was correct the dreams that he was having about this man that he had never even met before it was accurate he knew what he looked like he knew what his kids names were he knew all of this stuff and my grandma Has gone to the uk before and she had met some people in his family like they had some mutual friends and so she was like yeah he's literally he is related to us and everything he's saying is accurate and it was stuff that there's no way he could have known it was my grandma's uncle that he was talking about i don't want to get too in depth because obviously this isn't my story so i don't want to share like too much of his personal life right but it was my grandma's uncle that he was talking about and so like it's not somebody who's online who you can just look up and find things out about like he really knew what he was talking about and Ever since then I talked to him on a regular basis and it's been so nice because he is Older than me and he's been doing this for a really long time And so he's been able to really Help me and like nurture this side of me and help me work through things and that has been amazing And in my mind, I was thinking I would meet a new friend, and I did. Like, he is my friend, but he's also my family. So that takes it one step further. It was just so cool, and I remember when it happened, I was in complete disbelief. As someone who even believes in manifesting, like, I believed in it, and I knew that it worked in my brain, but even I was like, wow, you outdid yourself on that one. You really outdid yourself on that one. Another thing that I have manifested using water is the job that I currently work. So, my last job before this one was really toxic. The owners were very shady, just doing very shady things behind the scenes. And the entire vibe, the entire environment there was bad. It was not good. And I did not want to be there anymore. Every single time I went into work, it was dreadful the energy as soon as you walked into the room was awful, and I knew, I was like, I cannot stay here any longer, and so I ended up quitting on a whim. I felt really called and really pushed to quit my job, and so I did. I had a savings, and I had the ability to do that, and I knew that everything would be fine, so I quit, and then I did a manifestation, and in it, I asked for a job that was easier. During the day, I had low responsibility and I asked for a job where I worked less and I made more. Those were the key things. And another cool point to this story is I got a tarot reading done in September and that reader told me the first week of September, you're going to get a new job. And on September 7th, the first week of September, my now boss reached out to me and asked me to work for her, and everything that I asked for, I got. I'm working less hours a day. I'm look, I'm look, (laughs) I'm looking, I'm working four days a week instead of five, and I make more money than I was making before. Everything that I put in my manifestation happened. That one was a really surreal one too. Oh, and also my days are easier because Yes, I am watching a child, but I get to do whatever I want all day long. Like, I'm not being micromanaged. I can read if I want to or work on stuff if I want to. Like, whatever I can get done in between his needs, I can do, and nobody minds. And I've also been going on walks with him every day. That is so nice. It's so nice to take him on a walk and, like, get to be outside. I absolutely love it, and it's exactly what I wanted, and I'm really happy that that worked out. Another thing that I manifested was having deeper connections with people. This is something I did the last new moon, so a month ago, and I've already seen it work so much. Like that first week after I did it, I hung out with my best friend. I talked to him like twice on the phone. A Ashar called me and talked to me for hours. I had plans all weekend. And I'm the kind of person right now where I'm full hermit mode, right? Like I can go a week without talking to anybody at all. So the fact that I was having deep connections with people every single day, was amazing. It was very out of character for where my life normally is. I created a group chat with my cousins. I started talking to my cousins so much more. I started going on walks with Steph. Steph always listens. So shout out to Steph because I know you're listening. Um, I started going on weekly walks with Steph. Like, we've improved that connection so much more. I met this friend literally at Home Depot, just started talking to her, and we've hung out. Like, my friendships have gotten so deep. I feel like I'm connecting with people so much more, which is exactly what I wanted. And even ever since doing this podcast, I've had so many old people, like old friends from my life, reach out and talk to me. And that's so nice too, just reconnecting with people. is so nice. And ever since I said I wanted better communication and stronger friendships, I have gotten it. I've really gotten it. That being said though... I feel like manifesting and tarot and all of these things have become very mainstream. And as things do, when they become mainstream, it's got a little nice toxic spin on it. I see toxic things about it a lot. And so I want to address two of those things right now. The first one being that you can't have negative feelings and negative emotions. And I feel like when a lot of people start to become aware, of how your emotions form your reality, you start to get really scared if you're ever feeling negative and just avoid, deny, pretend like it's not happening to you. And I would just like to say that that is so unproductive and do not do that. (laughs) Do not do that. Denying or suppressing negative emotions just causes them to fester and grow bigger. This is something that I've always done in my life and not because of any manifesting reasons, just because I have a hard time accepting how I feel, which we know and we've talked about in other episodes. But you don't have to run from your bad feelings. In fact, I think that it's really bad to run from your bad feelings or try to pretend like they're not there. There is no controlling every single emotion that you have And both the negative and positive emotions serve a purpose. And just because you feel negative for an hour or a day, that doesn't mean you're going to suddenly manifest the worst possible life you could live. Your emotions tell you what is going on in the ethers and subconsciously that you might not be aware of. So, a lot of our manifesting is subconscious, Because again, like I said, 95% of our day is subconscious. Only 5% of our day is conscious. That is just a mind-blowing fact to me. Mind-blowing. But that is why when negative emotions come up, it's so important to look at them because they can tell you when you're out of alignment with what you desire. So be excited and look at what caused it. Like, is it a belief? Is it a fear? Is it a outcome you're trying to force to happen yeah that's a big one for me and that's ego right there in case you didn't know I feel like a lot of people think of ego as being cocky or like Kanye West Jr. whatever um <laughs> ego is a lot of things and trying to force an outcome that's your ego uh, that's been a big one in my life but it's so important to allow yourself to feel negative your negative emotions are just as important as your positive ones It's not bad to have negative thoughts if you have intrusive thoughts, if you have depression, if you have anxiety. It's okay if not every single thought you have is positive. It's okay. Your negative thoughts are just as important as your positive ones. And I actually have a really good example of this. So, literally last week, I was having a really hard morning and I wanted to cry. And I was doing what I normally do, telling myself I can't cry. And then I was like, why can't I cry? I'm on my way to work. I have. 10 minutes like I'm just gonna cry right now I want to cry I've been trying to rewire this in my own brain because I'm really bad at letting myself feel anything I'm feeling as we know positive or negative so I wanted to cry and I let myself cry and after about 10 minutes of crying I was asking myself like where is this coming from is this a belief is this a fear like what is this and I realized that it was a limiting belief that I had about money I was really letting stress myself out And this is something that I've struggled with a lot, my limiting beliefs about money, because I grew up with parents who were very vocal about living paycheck to paycheck and not being able to afford things. And I really internalized this. And it's something that I have been actively trying to deconstruct as an adult. So once I got my cry out and I released those negative feelings and I realized where it was coming from, my limiting belief about money and just worrying about money and finances, on the rest of my drive to work, I was telling myself, money comes easily, money is abundant, money is always coming back to me. Like all of these little mantras to just help myself, help remind my subconscious that like money is not hard and I don't need to be stressed out about it right now. And (laughs) y'all, this was Friday. I got to work and I worked two hours on Friday and I ended up getting let go early and I got paid $110 is way more than I make in two hours, in case you were wondering. Um, so not only did I get an early, like, day off, but I also made more than I would have made if I had stayed there the whole day, and I only had to work two hours. It was insane. It was insane. I went to my car and cried again. I was like, the way that that just worked out to me, for me so quickly, and it's because instead of ignoring this negative emotion and trying to pretend like it wasn't there, I allowed myself to really feel it, to really cry about it, and then I faced it head on. I figured out where it's coming from, I changed my self-talk around, and I went on with my life. And it's so important. Like, your negative emotions are so important. They really teach you. They really teach you when you're not in alignment with yourself. They really teach you what your fears are. They really teach you all of the things you subconsciously have in the back of your brain That are so normal to you you don't even realize them anymore and also on top of that over the weekend my boss texted me and asked me if I would start letting her dog out during my shift and her house is not even a mile away from the salon I work at it's like 0.5 miles (laughs) from the salon or something like that and her dog is so easy and adorable and now I'm making an extra $15 a day for like 10 minutes of work Isn't that fucking crazy? I love when stuff like that happens when you manifest something that quickly, right? And that's a perfect example of how you can use your negative emotions for good. You know, just because an emotion is negative doesn't mean it's inherently bad. And all of your feelings are just trying to teach you something. So allow them to, and don't be afraid of them, and don't run from them. And anyone who's saying, You can't be negative and if you're trying to manifest, you cannot be negative ever. Like, they're just wrong. Your negative emotions are just as important as your positive ones. Do not let anyone convince you otherwise. Another one that I see a lot is trying to control people with manifesting. You cannot control somebody else with manifesting. Everybody has free will. And you can't just like necessarily manifest for somebody either. Like let's say your mom works a really toxic, negative job and you want her out of there. And so you're trying to manifest that your mom quits her job and starts over. The reason why that does not work is because you are not your mom. You cannot force her to align with a certain vibration to admit a certain frequency. You can't force her to do that. She has free will and she can do whatever she wants the same way that you can. You cannot force somebody's hand with manifesting. It's just not a thing. Those are the two big things I see a lot that you have to hide from your negative feelings and that your negative feelings are not productive, which is so incorrect, and that you can control someone else with manifesting. Like that's not that's just not how it works everyone has free will everyone has free will and if you're at a place in your life right now where you're like I don't even know what to manifest I don't know who I am I don't know what my purpose is I feel like I have no purpose been there so let me give you some advice for that if you really have no idea anything that you could possibly do I would encourage you to look at how you've healed some of your most traumatic or painful experiences in your life. Because that's where a lot of people's purpose comes from. So for me, my spirituality is a great example of that. I've healed my lowest lows with these things. Doing tarot for other people brings me joy. Teaching people how what I'm doing right now, how to use your thoughts to better your life, brings me joy. It is how I have healed myself. And it gives me a lot of purpose to be able to do these things for other people. Another great example is musicians. A lot of musicians healed their past with music. When they were at low, traumatic, and painful places in their life, they used music to heal themselves. And now they are doing that for other people. They are making music to help other people. And even if it's something as mundane as coffee, like your one cup of coffee every day was the only thing you looked forward to in your darkest times, then maybe you need to do something with coffee. Maybe you need to just work at a coffee shop. Maybe you want to own one. Maybe you want to create your own coffee. Like whatever it might be, it can be something that you view as so tiny or something that you view as huge. It doesn't really matter. Think of any little thing that you do in your life that helps heal you because there's always some type of purpose you can find in those things. If you're listening to this episode the day that it comes out, it is Monday the 20th of March. Tomorrow the 21st is a new moon and new moons are a great time to manifest. So if you would like to try this water manifestation Tomorrow is a really, 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 really good time to do that. If you don't know anything about the moon and moon phases, full moons are all about releasing and letting go of old energy and new moons are all about new beginnings and new ideas. So if you would like to invite some new energy into your life, doing it with a full moon is a great time to do it. This will obviously work even if there isn't a full moon in the sky but I always do this every single full moon and if it's something you want to try, I'd really encourage you to do it tomorrow. Tomorrow is a really good time to do this. Anyways, I think I'm going to end this here. I know it's a little bit shorter, but that's fine. We're not mad about it. (laughs) I can't believe I've been doing this for a whole month. I feel so grateful if you've listened to every single episode or even just five seconds of one. I love you so much And I appreciate you and I will see you guys next week.